as much as you guys see the wins, there's always the failures. As many things that you see that I sell, there's just as many things that fail. Just as many things that people are high-fiving me, there's just as many people in my DMs challenging me. So there's always a duality, you guys. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are ending the year. We are wrapping up the year. And first and foremost, I just want to say thank you. I literally want to say thank you to every single one of you guys that are in my community that are part of this amazing journey that we have all been on this year. If you are new here, I want to say thank you. If you are an OG, I want to say thank you. If you are somebody that just listened to this podcast for the first time today, I want to say thank you for being here. I am just so insanely grateful for every single person literally that is in my community. And I just wanted to really take this time to say thank you. 2022 has been an amazing year. It's been an amazing year of growth. It's been an amazing year of client wins. It's been an amazing year of my own personal growth. It's been an amazing year of personal wins. It's been an amazing year of like just a lots of things. And it's also been some hardships. 2022 has been one of the hardest years of my life personally. I've had a lot of business hardships this year. I've had a lot of things go south in my business this year. I've had a lot of friendships go south in my business this year. Um, it's just, it's been a lot in 2022. And I'm going to actually pull back the curtain on some things actually in my master class, which is called Behind the Brand in January of 2023, where I'm really going to break down each month of what really went down in my business and really pull you guys in on behind the scenes. But what I'm going to do on today's podcast is I'm actually going to talk to you guys about the 12 biggest lessons that I've learned in the last 12 months. And I actually just did an Instagram post on this, but of course it was like just a graphic. So what I'm going to actually do is I'm actually going to kind of break it down a little bit more for you guys on this podcast episode. And just give you guys a little bit more insight of what these really mean, what these really mean for my business, my personal life, my relationships, my friendships, my clients, all of those things. So let's dive in to today's episode. So number one biggest lesson that I learned in the last 12 months is if you are not absolutely obsessed with your products, your offerings, what it is that you are putting out literally start over. And that's actually what I did. I did that at the beginning of 2022. You guys, I was doing very well in my business. I was running a multi six figure business. 
I had a mastermind. I had group coaching programs. I had one-on-one -on -one coaching. I had a program which was called the six-week sprint. I had a program called Real Girl, Real Sales. And everything was running great. There wasn't anything wrong in my business. Nothing was actually broken, right, in air quotes. But I wasn't super excited about anything. I wasn't like in love with the offers that I had. I had this dream and this goal on my heart to create a membership. I tried to create it at the end of 2021 and it flopped. It literally was a total flop. I had like six people join it. But I had this vision and this mission on my heart to create a membership. I'm obsessed with memberships. I see the value in them. I see the importance of them. I see the growth in them. I see the importance of them from a business standpoint with creating MRR in your business, monthly reoccurring revenue. And I'm obsessed with membership. So I had that on my heart. I love long-term mentorship. You guys know this is something that I speak a lot on. I love long-term mentorship. I wanted something in my business where people could come into my world and be plugged in for a long period of time. And I know this is unpopular for a lot of coaches. They speak on like, well, you shouldn't need a mentor for a long time. Sales is something that you do need mentorship in for a long time, because as your business grows and as your business scales and as you create more revenue, you're always going to need to know how to build more revenue. You're going to need to know how to build more products. You're going to need to know how to create more offers. You're going to need to know how to bring more people on. So sales is actually something that I can actually stay in your business for, for a long time, years and years and years, because as you grow, we're going to grow together. So I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, you should just be able to take your clients and like teach them something, teach them a skill and then send them on their way. And it is true for a lot of things, but that's actually not the case for sales. So I wanted to have offers and products that people could stay with me and stay plugged in for the long term, right? So I created different things at the beginning of this year, things that I was crazy obsessed with. My sales and social mastermind, I truly believe it is the greatest mastermind out there right now. You get community, you get networking, you get accountability, you get sales, you get proximity to me. Like I truly believe it's the best mastermind out there. I'm obsessed with it, right? I created a membership this year. I created my podcast this year. I went back to the drawing board and I created offers that I was super obsessed with. And I started over. And it was scary to start over because I had to say goodbye to some clients that weren't aligned anymore. I had to say goodbye to some offers that actually generated me quite a bit of money. I didn't know if I was going to, you know, how that was going to work, but I, I said goodbye to some of those offers. So that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned in 2022 was that go with what you love and your audience will follow. Number two is consistency. And you guys know I talk about this all the time. Hands down, consistency is the number one reason why I have the business that I have today. Yes, I know how to sell. Yes, I know how to market. Yes, I have the world's best community out there. Yes, I have great content. Yes, I have great graphics, all of those things. But consistency is the number one reason why I have the business that I'm at today. And even with the health struggles that I've had this year, the chronic headaches that I have almost every day, you know, some things that have happened behind the scenes, some things that have happened in my business, I have remained consistent AF. I show up every single day for my audience. I show up every day for you guys, whether that's my podcast, whether that's my Facebook group, whether that's on value-based freaking content whether that's in my stories, wherever that's at, I am so consistent. So consistency is why I have the business that I have. And that is the biggest lesson that I have learned. If you stay consistent, everything else falls into place. 
Number three, don't hire the coach just based on their Instagram content. Do your research. Okay, you guys know I'm not here to shame anybody. That's not the way that I do it. I have way too much integrity in myself, in my peers and everything else. But I made some bad investments this year. I made some bad investments with some coaches this year. And a lot of you guys know I had the same business mentor for 18 months. And I got sucked into a little bit of shiny object syndrome this year where I thought the grass was greener on the other side. I thought, well, you know what? People are doing it this way and I want to be part of that. And I invested close to 20 grand this year because the Instagram looked good. The stories looked good. The graphics looked good. And I got on calls with people that were in air quotes, business coaches, and they actually didn't know much about business. What they knew a lot about was what they could do. And that was things like micro offers, you know, their own type of content, their own way of selling. But once I actually asked questions about real business, sales funnels, profit margins, email campaigns, growth strategies, analytics, things like that, they were deer in headlights. And this was unfortunately a very expensive mishap on my on my part. And this is not to say that there's anything wrong with those coaches. But what it has to say is that anybody can make an Instagram look good. Anyone can lure you in with Stripe payment links and all those things. So really do your research this year, because again, I hired somebody that was supposed to be all of these things, you know, a seven figure business owner, a multi six figure business owner, and they could not actually answer the simplest of real business questions. Again, profit margin, strategy, revenue, email campaigns, sales funnels, all of those types of things. And if you are truly a business owner, these are things that you should be able to knock out of the park in a real business. So again, just do your research. Again, I'm saving you guys the time because that was a very, very uh, expensive mistake I learned this year. You're going to grow. You're going to grow your business. You're going to grow your income. You're going to grow as a person. You know, One of my mentors, Lindsay Schwartz, said the best personal development is entrepreneurship and you're going to lose people. You're going to lose friends. You're probably going to lose maybe some family members. You're going to lose maybe relationships, maybe teammates, maybe people who just don't agree with what it is that you do anymore. And this is growth. And that's okay. You guys, some of my best friends that I had two years ago are like literal strangers now. And it's not that I'm better than them now, or they're not as good as me, or we don't have anything in common. It's just that I've grown. And they haven't grown, or we don't have anything in common anymore. And that's okay. And I actually learned this really, really recent. I had a lot of really good friends that I was close to recently, and I no longer fit in. And I no longer fit in because they were actually uncomfortable with the growth that I actually had had. And I'm still the same person. I'm still the same Jill. You know, I still wear a baseball hat. I still drop F-bombs. I'm still the same Jill, but they put a label on me. And I was no longer the same person to them, even though I'm actually the same person. So because I have grown and I've evolved and I've expanded in my business, I now have a label on me. And it's sad because I've actually lost some really great friends and some really great friendships. So know that you will grow and you will lose some friends. And the question is, were they actually really your friends? Because that was something that I actually really had to sit with 
during the month of November. And I really had to sit with during the month of December. And I had to ask myself, were these people really my friends if I'm no longer invited to the table? Probably not, right? It's okay to earn less if it means that your mental health comes first. So you guys, I actually had an incredible year this year in business. I crossed over $450,000 cash in my business this year. And I actually earned less this year than I earned the year before. And I'm celebrating that. I'm actually celebrating that because my mental health came first this year. I actually wasn't grinding as hard this year. I actually took Wednesdays off this year. I actually did not work very hard on Fridays this year. My client days were much shorter this year, 12 to 4, Tuesdays and Thursdays because I'm not feeling as great this year. So Jill time actually had to come first and it wasn't just about hustling and grinding all of the time. So maybe that means that you're shooting for a number right now and it's stretching you and it's pulling you and it's making you feel not great and it's it's making you have headaches or stomach aches or you know arguing with your family or not putting your children first or missing bedtime or missing bath time or missing dinner time or missing soccer practice, whatever that is. Put your other things first, because again, at the end of the day, your family, your friends, your kids, your spouses, your mental health, that is all the stuff that's going to matter way more than anything that's in your bank account. I promise you. Number seven, as you grow and you become a leader, people are going to copy you. People are going to take your stuff. People are going to take what you've taught them and they are going to run with it. This year, more than ever, I have had people sliding into my DMs almost on the daily saying to me things like, did she just literally take exactly what you said and reposted it? Is she launching a program pretty much the same thing as you taught? Does her graphic look just like yours? Since when is she now the sales queen too? Um, since when does she want to now do the same thing too? And you guys, at first, it really bothered me. I got really defensive. I actually like started to unfollow these people. And then I actually took it as a compliment. And this is how I took it now. They're learning from me. Maybe they're learning from my free content. Maybe they're a client. Maybe they're a colleague. Maybe we're in a mastermind together. And if I can inspire somebody, then I'm going to inspire somebody because No one is going to be able to do it like Jillian Murphy does it, right? There is no other sales queen like Jillian Murphy. So if somebody else wants to say they're a sales queen, then say it. Maybe they're a sales queen in their own way. Maybe they're a sales queen in the way that they do something, right? Maybe they're going to teach the same way I am, but they're going to have their own spin on it. So just know that like everything is probably a copy of something down the road. And if you just stay in your zone of genius and take it as a compliment, it's absolutely okay. So again, at first this used to really bother me. And then I was like, you know what? It's okay. It's absolutely okay. But this is what I will say. If you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're like, okay, I borrowed somebody's stuff, borrowed in air quotes. I've used somebody's graphic as inspo. Maybe I've gone to one of Jillian's master classes and I've learned something really good and I've now taught it. Maybe Jillian was my mentor and I learned something really powerful from her and I then taught it. Give that person credit, right? I literally just said earlier on here, I learned that from my mentor, Lindsay Schwartz, right? I don't even pay Lindsay Schwartz, but I consider her a mentor because I binge her podcast. And like, I aspire to be like her one day. And here I am giving her a shout out on this podcast. 
that she'll probably never even listen to. So my words of advice for you are, if you're learning from someone, just give them credit, just shout them out, right? Have an abundance mindset. Stand up for what you believe in, even if it means that you're not for everyone. This year, more than ever, I have taken the stand on a lot of things. And guess what? I've gotten a lot of flack in my DMs. I've gotten a lot of people challenging me. I've gotten a lot of people saying mean things to me. I've gotten a lot of people unfollowing me, right? So for all of you guys, when I post something that are like, hell yeah, you're awesome. I'm so glad that you said that. I want to remind you guys, there's a half a dozen people in my DMs that are like blowing up my DMs and being like, you're a bitch. I can't believe you said that. You're so wrong. How dare you say that? Like, it comes from the other side too. And you guys, I don't back down because I believe in things for a reason. I stand up for them, right? So if you're going to be someone online that stands up for something, you have to be willing to stand up for something, right? So I've taken a lot of flack this year. I've taken a lot of flack from even my own friends in the online space. I've taken a lot of flack from people I've been in masterminds with. I've taken a lot of flack from my own mentors that disagree with things that I say. I've called out my own mentors. I've called out people who I've invested in, right? It's not always sunshine and rainbows when I take a stand for something, right? I've had my own mentors send me screenshots and been like, is this me? And I'm like, yep, I it is because you're acting out of integrity, right? So again, when I say things, I'm willing to stand up for things. But know that for every person that high fives me, there's also a very uncomfortable conversation on the other end that I'm willing to have. Because again, I stand in integrity for what it is that I believe in, right? Messy action is the second biggest reason for why I have the business that I have today. So I continue to move. I continue to make big investments. I continue to put programs out. I continue to put out offers. I can continue to put out things that I don't know if they're going to sell. I can continue to push new edges. I continue to just take chances. I continue to do things that I don't always know if they're going to make sense. And that is why my business doesn't always make sense. That is why sometimes I make an investment for $2,000 in the morning. And then the afternoon, somebody slides into my DMs and they're like, can I hire you for a year? That's why. Because I move and I take messy action. That's also why some days I make $10,000 and some days I don't make any money. It's not always sunshine and rainbows, okay? And I want you guys to always remember that if you take anything away from this podcast episode, as much as you guys see the wins, there's always the failures. As many things that you see that I sell, there's just as many things that fail. Just as many things that people are high-fiving me, There's just as many people in my DMs challenging me. So there's always a duality, you guys. There's always a duality. And I don't think enough coaches actually talk about this in the online space. So remember, messy action will get you to where you want to go. Put it out. Create the offer. Get on your stories. Just move, right? If you wanted to work with me, you wanted to work with somebody, you wanted to host a masterclass, you wanted to go on your stories, you wanted to create the offer, just do it. Do it today. Do it tomorrow. Be in action. Be in action and be consistent 
and watch your world change. You guys, I just talked about this number 10. I fail a lot. I fail a ton and that's absolutely okay. I have answers to questions sometimes that I can't answer for my clients. That's okay. I have offers that I put out that don't sell. It's okay. I make bad investments. That's okay. I put out content that nobody likes. That's okay. I put out things that my audience doesn't like from me. That's okay. I have people on the internet that don't like me. That's okay. I put out podcast episodes that people don't like. That's okay. You guys, it's okay to fail. It's absolutely okay to fail. When you fail, you win. So watch that. Again, that will be a huge game changer for you. Number 11, you don't have to be at the beck and call for your ideal clients. You don't have to answer every single message as soon as it comes in. Beginning of this year, I took on Voxer, right? Voxer clients became a huge thing for me. And I thought I had to be attached to my Voxer. I was like, if she leaves me a message, I got to answer. If somebody's asking me about a program, I got to answer. If somebody needs a link, I got to answer. And I was like, no, I don't. But they'll wait. I'm not saving lives. Brain surgeon. Nobody's dying on my table right now. Your messages can wait. Your phone can wait. Your clients can wait. Now, I don't leave my clients on red, which means like I don't read it and then not respond. I actually think that is rude. But I don't go in my Voxer until I know I have time to answer. I don't look at a message until I know I have time to respond. My clients can wait. Again, having those boundaries, I think, is important. Now, on the flip side, I do not have such strict boundaries like a lot of my friends in the online space or my fellow coaches in the online space because I am here to serve, right? So I'm not somebody that's like, oh, you can text me, but only like one hour a day and then I'm not going to message you the rest of the other 23 hours. No, I'm here to serve. But I also know that like I don't need to be at the beck and call of every single message that comes in. That goes back to like three other points that when I got this under check, my mental health improved. And then number 12, probably my most favorite. I don't have a morning routine, you guys. I don't wake up. I don't journal. I don't sit in front of a red hot lamp. I don't say 27,000 affirmations. I don't drink a bunch of weird stuff. I don't, I don't do all of the things. I sleep in. I snuggle with my dog. And I'm wildly successful. And for so long, I thought I had to fit in this box. This box of like, I need to grind. I need to be this 5 a.m. entrepreneur that is like doing all the things, right? And I was like, I'm getting up at 5 a.m. and I'm trying to journal and trying to pull cards and trying to be in the Bible and trying to say affirmations and trying to go for a walk. And I was like, this is terrible. I want to start my workday at 12 o'clock. And I want to sleep till 10 because that's what I love to do. And I'm just as successful. So be you, be who you are. And the more you are unapologetically you and lean into who you are and quit trying to fit in everybody else's box, that's when you'll be successful. You guys, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of everything you've accomplished. 
Every one of you, again, who is in my world, I see you. I see what you're doing. I stalk your Instagrams. I read your content. I am virtually high-fiving you. I cannot wait to see what each and every one of you guys do in 2023. I hope that every one of you guys is in my world in 2023. And we are like raising our glasses to each other in one year from now and celebrating even bigger wins together at the end of 2023. But again, I'm so proud of you. I'm celebrating you. And I'm so grateful that you are in my world. So you guys, cheers. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, let's do this. Let's do 2023 together. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media and don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.